Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, ladies and gents, and welcome to Corncast 19. I'm your host, Alex, joined as always by... Hmm, who should we start with? This is the hardest part for me, is choosing who to intro first. But I know, I know who to do. Are you ready for Teddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was Here I am. More hype, but I guess... Uh, no, it took me a while to register that you were referring to me. Oh, right. I was okay, just yeah, like, like do the <laughs> dog bark. Something and I was bark like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the uh, audio jungle gym over there. Yeah, what's up? Um, I'm wearing a, a a gown. I'm feeling down, and I'm wearing a frown. And uh, the Martian milf hunter, uh, James. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night. What did I say, James? What did I say to you right before we began? Right. Did he, did he do it straight away? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, no, you did. No. James, what? you did do it. Trust I didn't me. mean to. Um, and also, do you, are you keeping the mic away from your face and like going to it no. every time or something? No, you are. Yeah. Don't lie. Because no, I, I had to no, edit it out I, every I, time you spoke last episode. No, I just did just then because I was waiting for the intro, but it's down and we're fine. You know? it's down now? Fine yes, it's a fine day. This is a, We are down with the homies, you know? This is the, the time... Of the year for homies. It is a you know celebratory time of the year. This 2020 coming to an end. Uh, we've got a few <sighs> more weeks left though. But before we get too deep, I want to shout out the patrons over at the Jar Media Patreon. They make the audio version possible. Head over there if you want to support us and be shouted out in the middle section. Let's do some housekeeping. This is this is going to be a good housekeeping uh, based on just this last week. Okay. First, I want to shout out the. Jar Media Reddit, the mods over there have been, sorry, I mean subreddit. People hate when I call them reddits. Um, <laughs> that's what reddits. What they are? Yeah, they they've up- updated the Jar Media rules, and they're very strict now. For example, number one is uh, I'm a big dog, big bear, N word, I'm a lion. Number two is I'm the predator of the prey that is hiding, and it kind of goes on like that all the way to rule fifteen. Is, hey man, where the fuck is Maria Judah? I just want to shout that out. <laughs> um, ASAP Cracker Vivo said, Can the corn boys pull off a GTA heist mid corncast? And I'm going to go ahead and say no. No. Definitely not. We're too, no we're too unorganized. I think that's uh, I think it'll it's be disorganized. Possible. I think you'll find it'll be possible, yeah. but it'll be a bad episode because we'd just be playing GTA <laughs> and focusing yeah. on that. I could do it. I suppose they they were reasonably hard to uh, coordinate, weren't they? Yeah, no, they were. But I, I also hated GTA at that time. You've always hated this GTA. I know. I do hate this GTA, and there's there's a there's a very good reason for why I hate this GTA. <laughs> what, what and that's it? that the I'm character curious. models make me want to be sick whenever I see them. Oh, right. like, I can't get. I just can't play that game because the character models are horrible. That's uh, just my main gripe for that game. The Bosch says, I can't wait to hear you guys talk about the lore of Yaddle for an hour. Because, of course, the thumbnail was some bullshit like Baby Yaddle confirmed to be Darth Maul or something. Um, we'll talk more <coughs> about Star Wars in, in a bit when we get to the subjects. But do you guys know the Yaddle lore? Because I actually looked into it and found out Yaddle's kind of story. Because, you know, Yaddle just disappears after the Phantom Menace and just isn't in it after then. Yeah. What the it's, fuck is Yaddle? Oh, it's the it's giant the, Yoda. It's, it's the girl Yoda from uh, the Phantom. Oh, <laughs> that's giant. Oh, 
Yeah. Why is she like huge? She's not giant, is she? She's just like normal. I'm no, I'm pretty sure she's like in the encyclopedia. Wasn't she bigger than huge? a human? What yeah, I mean, is that all I'm thinking? But that DK encyclopedia is probably like not lore anymore. Probably most of it. What on earth, but Yaddle appears in a fucking movie. Yaddle's real. Wait, yeah, Yaddle's well... actually in episode one. I'm not joking. In the Phantom Menace, yeah. Yaddle is on StarWars.com. Yeah, Yaddle's like a fan favorite, dude. But there's like a whole story with her sacrificing herself to save Anakin, and that's why she's not in Attack of the Clans. What? Yeah, she's like dead. I just thought Yaddle was like some stupid word, you know? They just kept saying it. Oh, right. But... <laughs> yeah, probably should have yeah. practiced that. Or just assume everyone knows what Yaddle is. Why didn't they call her Yodel? That's too far. <laughs> Yaddle's much better. Yeah, you've gone way too far with that one. <laughs> is is that a thing though? Like back then, of uh, every every Yoda character had to start with a Y. Like, um, all of that well, there, species. You say every Yoda character, but there've only been two now. Three with Baby Yoda. Yeah. Of which we haven't revealed the name. We haven't said our thoughts on his name. Still a I already so I accidentally say. read it somewhere. Anyway, did you read so, it on Reddit? We'll, we'll keep it. Yeah, no, I'm, I won't spoil it here or anything. But yeah, I did spoil yeah, it well, it's still by accident. People might not have seen it or whatever. Uh, Peter says, and this might annoy some of you. You can't seriously be saying Pepsi is better than Coke. Everyone knows Coke is far better, and the only reason anyone ever drinks Pepsi is because they have exclusivity deals with a lot of restaurants. Maybe this is an America versus England thing, but I don't think I could find anyone older than 12 around where I live who thinks Pepsi is better. See, I, was, I would say the opposite, and it's like, you know, if you're a stupid baby, then maybe you think Coke is better. <laughs> but I think that actually most people... Yeah, I think quite a lot of people I know have come around to Pepsi, you know, in, in later life. another thing you're not considering, though, Ruben, is um, we don't drink the like full sugar versions. I don't, I don't know what the well, difference is between yeah. full sugar Pepsi and full sugar Coke. To be honest, like just off the top of my head, I don't know, and I don't fucking care. Yeah, but they're like zero version or whatever, and I know they're bad for you too. But you know, pick your poison. Um, you know, I think the Pepsi one's way nicer. As far as the zero sugar, my zero. my whole thing is the like Pepsi Max versus Coke Zero. Pepsi is just it feels more lighter to drink and just nicer. It's just tasty. Has more flavor. Coke yeah. Zero is kind of gross. No, I, I I would have disagreed with you guys. Like Ruben was saying, people that have come around recently, I have come around in the past yeah. week. Yeah. See. Pepsi Pepsi Max is genuinely so much nicer than Coke Zero. Mm -hmm. It is yeah, a delicious I drink. I think it is a fuller bodied cola experience. Yes. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll say that. I think it is fuller bodied in, in, in the sense that, you know, if I was talking about a whiskey or some shit, you could describe it as a full bodied whiskey. It Pepsi is the, is the, the full bodied cola experience. <laughs> Damn, I didn't realize it was such an underdog, you know? But anyway, all the drinks in America have that stupid, uh, what do they well, use? Like corn syrup shit. Yeah, corn syrup. So their drinks are probably completely different anyway. Yeah, yeah. no, I, 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 when it comes to little, like, drinks like that, I think the regional differences make a huge difference with how they're just, like, produced. It's the same with, like, Guinness. So you can't compare, like, Coke, Pepsi here to Coke, Pepsi in America or Africa or Russia or Japan. They're all just completely different. 
Yeah, I fear, I genuinely fear for some of the Americans out there with some of the chemicals they're, they're allowed to put in their food. I, I had no idea this was like a thing until mm -hmm. like reading recently about how like we just won't use certain chemicals in the UK. Like they're banned and you can just buy them in certain products in America. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. That's what unregulated... British superiority, British superiority, <laughs> Britain, British... Uh, we had a couple of responses to this concept we discussed last episode of naming your children the same name as you or having a family name that goes <laughs> through the generations. Um, <clears throat> the Yawn Mower has a funny uh, observation I didn't think of. PSA to all JAR members and JARlings, don't name your kids the same name as yours. Hello JAR, I just want to give my thoughts on naming your kids the same as yours. The reason to never do this is because while you're doing the deed to make children, there's a good chance that your partner will scream your name. No one wants to know that either their mum or dad is screaming their name having <laughs> sex. Don't do it, Jared. Don't be a dick to your kids. Man Walrus 12 says, As an American woman with the same name as my dad slash grandfather, etc., I feel obligated to chime in on Alex's opening question from the intro of last week's cast. I'm the fifth consecutive guy in my family to be named... Manuel, and it's a bit annoying. Things were a bit confusing when I was a little kid, but there would be four Manuels in the house at once at family gatherings. But other than that, it doesn't create that much of an issue. My family came to the US from Cuba in the 50s, so the practice actually originated there. I don't really like my name because I think it sounds kind of odd and people in America aren't that great at pronouncing it. Do you think they call it Manuel? <laughs> There's a good chance. Manuel? Manuel. <laughs> I don't think I'd continue the tradition even if my dad wanted me to because I wouldn't wish that name upon my own son. Also, after being in America for 70 years, it's been so long that nobody in my family speaks Spanish anymore. We're basically American and don't have any ties to the name other than tradition. That said, if Alex doesn't keep his firstborn son, Aki, with two Ks, I'm going to have to order you to surrender that AI, keep up the good work. Miss. <laughs> That's an interesting perspective, I hadn't thought about that. The main thing to me, I, do, I, I don't know if I said this last time, but like you're already getting the last name from your dad. Why yeah. do you need to have the first name as well? Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, is it just like, sure, you can be a bit more creative, right? Like what TV show yeah. are you enjoying at the time? Just name yeah. Anakin or Walter. Yaddle, you know, just something simple. <laughs> uh, let's go into Mando. some topics then. Um, speaking of Mando... I've got something to admit, all right? And I, I don't know how you guys are going to react to this, and I just want you to be Probably surprised. with disgust. It might be, genuinely. But, um, I did it. I delved into the Clone Wars, and I've seen the major Holy arcs. Shit. <laughs> well, some of the major arcs. Um, I was most attracted to all the Mandalore arcs, for those who've seen it will know what I'm talking about, because that seemed the most interesting to me. And I don't know, I started with like an arc from season two then one from season three because i kind of just wanted to get to the later seasons because the earlier ones are so so Shit. aged and dated and they look <laughs> they're just a product of the time basically and i just wanted to get especially to the later season because when i first heard about the clone wars the first thing that flashed into my head was if ahsoka is this character that existed the whole time then what happened during order 66 so that was the whole like, interesting, that's the only, like, the biggest, like, conceptual thing, idea from the Clone Wars that is interesting to me. And they finally actually get to that in the, in the, in the last season. 
And it's actually pretty good. Something about Order 66, just as like a framing device, just works really <coughs> well. It was the same in that Dark Souls ripoff game. Like Order yeah, 66. Yeah, Fallen Order. Huge part. I mean, it's in mm. the name, but like... Yeah, it's... You're always it's waiting for it to good. happen. Yeah, and just... It's, it uses characters always... in a way like you, you would anticipate and expect. Like, if, if this it's, story yeah. was included in the prequels, I feel like they would be pretty good. Ahsoka is an essential character for the, for that whole period working because you'd need like a jumping on point that isn't Anakin. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a really good. It's always fun to explore the implications of it in every character. What were they doing during this time then? Oh right, they're dead or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> just it's just always like oh okay, that's and, where uh, they were. Obviously, they bring Darth Maul back, and that's always something I felt kind of weird about because it was like, why do you not just do that in the movies? Like he's such a huge, he was such a huge part of the first movie. Why would they just get rid of him and never bring him back in the mm -hmm. films? And his like side stories do suffer a bit because of that, because they just inherently feel less important. Because you know it will never tie into the major stuff in any way. But at the same mm -hmm. time, the way they use him is kind of cool. Because Dave Filoni, he's he's so obsessed with Star Wars and so true to <coughs> it, to it that like he will keep characters' entire motivation down to. The only reference they got in the movies so for example Darth Maul's one line was like at last we'll have revenge so in the Clone Wars his entire motivation is all about revenge his entire thing is just like revenge and building up like a pirate army and being this weird like religious <laughs> zealot where because he knows that the the Palpatine has a plan because he was obviously his like apprentice so he's like trying to warn people that something crazy's coming something's happening and he <coughs> believes him and that's such a cool idea for that character, and I wish that was in the... Yeah. Trilogy. So he's the Alex he's Jones of the Star Wars. Yeah, he's yeah. Alex Jones, but you know as the audience... Palpatine's... <laughs> Palpatine's going to turn the fucking frogs gay. Can't By the way, I just want to apologize for the, uh, the Discord recording um, being, like, really blurry because my internet... <laughs> it's not a wired connection at the moment, so... The Dark Souls footage will be a little bit blurred, so sorry if you're watching that at a certain point. No, it's it's just like that. <laughs> it's just oh, like really? that. It's like that for me. Yeah, it's like, it's like a mosaic at this point. Yeah, so... <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it's okay again for Jim's a bit. the one playing, so I'm not able to record it like from my PC, so apologies for that. So uh, what you're saying is you've kind of... You've turned around on it, and all well, of the people that commented in its defense were white. They were right, but oh, some of them the Mandalorian didn't exist, so I didn't have my way of getting into it, you know? And no, I, 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 I really, get you. I can't expand without really talking about the Mandalorian in more depth, and I'm not going to spoiler it. Spoil it, sorry. Um, I'm actually going to start watching it. That soon. is the way to do it, because um, the the like completionist in me was so anti the Clone Wars, because I, I want to watch the whole thing. It seems so wrong to me to just like pick and choose random sections to watch but when you go through there are so many episodes and one was like Jar Jar Binks and Mace Windu uh, hook up <laughs> and it's like I can't with shit like that I, I can't be bothered I just want the straight up like I want to see the love story with Obi-Wan and this this woman that like fleshes out and I saw an episode of that story. yeah I that saw, art's yeah. really good that was probably my favourite one that I've seen so well, far did you is there just like a just like a guide on you know how to watch it for these specific well, arcs? There's, and, yeah, there's not actually the best thing. So the way I did it was just googling around like what are the episodes with Darth Maul in, and do it that way. Oh, and or then what just other Mandalorian yeah. arcs because there are like multiple, and you can see the way that like in the later seasons, 
all the kind of throwaway junk episodes kind of pay off in some way. Like one of the random later episodes I watched happened to include a character that was established in one of the like episodes in season one that I just happened to have seen and always thought was like, that's lame and throwaway. But I guess it's just Dave Filoni's kind of style. I really think this like matchup of Filoni and uh, John Favreau, I didn't like what he did with Lion King, but he seems to get Star Wars and that kind of Saturday morning serial storytelling stuff. Mm. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything with the Mandalorian, but I'm, I'm enjoying myself each week with that. But yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna start watching it. I'm gonna claim yeah. my Disney Plus <laughs> for <laughs> my de- Xbox yeah, Game I would Pass say and watch it. Some things you obviously have to get over because, like, I've spent the last couple of years kind of coming to terms with the prequels as a, as like a concept and just accepting them for what they are and uh, finding the. <laughs> The, the the good ideas in the story just kind of expanded <laughs> stuff. It's taken a long time for the prequels to get good in this in that aspect. And like watching I'd, all the I'd, director's commentaries and stuff, and hearing what George Georgie Boy was trying to go for. I'd but still sooner watch those over um, any of the sequels now. To be honest well, with yeah, you, because now all the stuff that exists around the prequels, there is a like a genuinely really good story there. Yeah, you have to mm. pick and choose like parts of it, but the actual story, all on paper, is like really fun to explore now because there's so much just there's so much depth to it at this point. They just shat the bed with the three largest products that they were meant I, I to release to from Jim, the Star Wars. How cool would it have uh, been if there was license. if there was no Disney movies um, for like a long time and they started with the series like The Mandalorian? Just how huge the hype would be, and if they actually spent the time to plan out like a think. Really awesome trilogy or something and that was my topic anyway just thought I'd throw out the Clone Wars and that actually gave it a chance and quite liked it <coughs> oh yeah I'm surprised yeah well it's made me think maybe I maybe I because once I you know get watching the Mandalorian it might make me want to uh I don't know just have a yeah, look at it the way you did some, just there is obviously some cringe shit in there but I don't know my tolerance for that's pretty high but I, the I thing is that people are turning it, it away you need to remember that Inherently, Star Wars is for a younger audience. Yeah, that's why it wasn't bothering me because it was yeah it was classic George kind of like yeah George Lucas would love this shit, <laughs> and it's like I can't even get mad <laughs> at that, you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe that is what maybe Star Wars should always be that way. It doesn't need to be. I can't. Did we talk about this last week about the idea of like like superhero characters? I, it's like why do they need to? Why does it need to be an edgy version? I, I think it's, it's a child. I was property. talking to you about that separately. But yeah, no, I think it's that same idea. Star Wars does work best when it's just like you know you can have edgier moments because kids love a little edgy moment. Like in in Revenge of the Sith when Anakin shows his evil eyes. Everyone, when, I, when I was like hang on, eight, that was fucking cool. I was like, oh, he's evil now. He's a baddie. <laughs> you got you can have some edgy those. moments. Kids get it. I think yeah. you need edgy moments. There are actually you, loads I, of edgy moments in the Clone Wars. I didn't realize like. How edgy it is! Oh yeah, I, I watched. Um, I watched like oh, well, I, I don't know. I watched like a good two seasons of it, but I, it wasn't season one and two because I'd already watched. Just when I was a kid, I, I used to just watch the Clone Wars show, and it was all out of order and fucked. But I just I'd start an episode, and I'd seen it. So I'd, I'd seen like a hundred episodes or something already. Yeah. But I I did see some of that edgy shit. Anakin being like, "No, I'm gonna kill them." Yeah, it's what you'd expect. Like, 
I did see an episode where Anakin like murders someone and everyone's a bit like shocked about it and it actually kind yeah. of establishes his character a bit more and teases out the evil in him. And they also explain that whole thing of like, I never understood in the original prequels like why you couldn't train someone over that the age of, you know, Anakin in The Phantom Menace was and why that was a problem. And they actually explore that and explain it like in the Clone Wars and other mm -hmm. media. So that kind of shit helps. I don't know, it's either Stockholm Syndrome set, like finally setting in for the prequels or um, well, it's genuinely quite good. It's, it's weird because it's one of those things that I, I said to... I was just talking to one of my friends actually about about Destiny, and then I said it to I said it to Jim the other day. I couldn't I couldn't rightly recommend Destiny two to anyone. I couldn't recommend starting yeah, that game. I said, don't bother unless you already are in it, unless you've already been in it for a long time. Don't fucking play it. Just don't bother. Yes. Yeah, the only reason I can get anything out of it. Content. Well, yeah. The only reason I can get anything out of it is because I've already played loads of it, and. Yeah, like I already did that, and, and and whatever. But I wouldn't recommend it to anybody now. I just, yeah. I just re wouldn't. Yeah. So it was, I guess it's kind of like that was, with Star Wars. Um, there was a bittersweet angle to it, just in the sense where it's like, man, these beats really should have been in the movies, and they could have been really cool. But whatever. I guess at least we have uh, the, the Fallen Order, you know, series, whatever that will become. Yeah, I, I do think the future of Star Wars is in TV, in serial. Storytelling, it and just, then it just you know, a video game sense. every yeah, video games what, two and a half, well, three years. That's where you have a bunch of time because mm -hmm. it's everything was so rushed over and like just well, priorities were all wrong in that sequel tr trilogy. But we don't need to talk about that in this episode. I know what mine and Jim's topic can be. We have a, a topic thing. Go on, shoot. Oh, Metal Gear Solid Five is one of the greatest games ever made. Damn. That's, that's, yeah, making the claim. You know, I, I like it more than I did when I played it, you know, a lot five years ago. Do you want yeah, me to I bring agree. in a, um, a Metal Gear question? Is yeah. there one? Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know if you want to talk about it, this. But, well, Dirty Granny Pants actually has this question. How would you rank the Metal Gear games? Also, what are your thoughts on the fourth game in the Solid series? Well, still, sorry, while I still enjoy some of it, I find it doesn't have the same isolated atmosphere. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks for being so lol. You guys are great and I appreciate your content. Thank you. So you um, think it's the best Metal Gear? Where Where is it kind of... Um, I mean... I mean, contextually, I don't know. Maybe, maybe <clears throat> I'd say like three because of what it was at the time. Well, yeah. first of all, I just want to preface that neither of us have played Metal Gear Solid 1 because yeah. we're just yeah, not just, old enough. Um, well, it's, and we it's haven't played Metal Gear well. 1 or 2. Yeah, it, it's quite hard to actually yeah. get a hold of Metal Gear Solid 1 and play it. There's, there's not a particularly good way of doing it. Um, I know that there was a GameCube remaster that you could play via a certain piece of software if you really wanted to. Um, can't can't say it because Nintendo might like do something. <laughs> but, um, and, and I think that might be the best way to. I think it's called the Twin Snakes or some shit. Yeah, it uh, so there's not really a good way of playing it. Yeah, and Metal Gear One and Two. Um, I just feel like I have started Metal old. Gear One, but have you yeah. been replaying Five God or something recently? What made yeah. you get to this? Conclusion? Why did we? Why did um, we? Start well, I I bought it because in the Steam sale I could get it in Ground Zeroes, like the special edition for six quid. So I thought, fuck it, why not? And 
Yeah, I, the main complaint with Metal Gear Solid Five is that it's not a proper Metal Gear game. Like the inherent sort of free nature of it, the lack of um, like a strict narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. It's way less linear. Um, <clears throat> but I think at the same time that sort of makes it the best game. Yeah. It is so its freedom. It, it really it excel- it's not just like freedom for the sake of it. It really excels in the freedom it gives players. And it's yeah. non-linearity. And the the way the game looks and everything and the the corniness like to me it totally is Metal Gear. It's got everything Metal Gear needs. Mhm. To be good, yeah, it has all the really essential elements of what, what you know why Metal Gear is is what it is. I think, yeah, I would agree. Out of the ones you um, played, then, what's your rank? Um, oh, it's been a long time. I was, I'll start at the. Well, the what bottom. are your thoughts on four? Because the question was about four specifically. Okay. Um. My thoughts on Vora that I haven't haven't played it, but I just respond to the question about you know the, the feeling of isolation. My understanding is that it's it's very much coming to a head with its anti-war uh, sentiments, uh, and so being as it's set in a war zone, can't I guess uh, you can't really be on on your own. I guess it's just one of those inherent things when like a big series comes to an end. Usually it's like here we go, all the parts are in play. You can't yeah. really have anyone be on their own anymore. We're at the end now. Everything is going to be like tied off here. So the main critique I yeah. feel for that game is just the the cutscene shit. And the the cutscenes are ludicrous. There, there, uh, there is an equal amount of cutscene to gameplay. I'm pretty sure it's like <laughs> eleven hours of cutscene. It's insane. But you're a big fan. It's ridiculous. You, was that not like uh, a dream? Um. Well, the the thing is. The gameplay of that one, with how like contemporary it is compared to the others, it doesn't like feel good enough. Yeah, and it was on that PS3 controller as well. That thing was. Just- yeah, that definitely didn't help. But um, it's it's full of like the shit that you'd want. Like it, it really is just the fan. What do you call it? Fan service. The game. Mm-hmm. But that's also sort of the point. Because I, I actually watched like a, a video analysis thingy on Metal Gear Solid 4 recently. Um, <clears throat> People love it and will fight to the death to defend it. Yeah, and I don't blame them, but um, the, the game is sort of about like just running a series into the ground. I think that's why you, the character you're playing as has like aged significantly in like oh, very yeah. little time and he's being held together by something artificial and that's the only yeah. reason he's still going meta yeah <laughs> no it's it's super meta like kojima loves that stuff obviously yeah. he always has but i really respect it for that stuff um but again gameplay wise it's it's the one that i probably don't really ever want to play again oh, okay about three then. that that and peace walker because peace walker being a psp game yeah like, you can it's just so limited in what you can do so they're at the bottom for me um then metal gear solid 2 yep that one's awesome and it's like, awesome again <laughs> like it's it's known I for like predicting the future <laughs> yeah no but like he 
because it was when it was before the internet was really that big of a thing mm. and he talks about like the dangers of the internet like way before it was a, a real thing really that's cool yeah so that game story's awesome main problem for me is that the whole game is based on like a like an oil rig or something big big um, show yeah yeah so the platform yeah yeah the areas get kind of repetitive mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that that would probably be I, I remember that about it and then it might be tied for me but five and three three yeah. is so ridiculously good is it a coincidence that the ones with big bars <laughs> yeah. are the ones at the top yeah, yeah and I, I like all the way through on youtube ah oh, three is so fucking good yeah, and the the period oh, piece nature of both of those as well. Yeah, that they're yeah. based. Uh, period pieces are just inherently cool. They add a cool mm -hmm. factor. Yeah, yeah, and like Kojima loves to go into excessive detail on like mm -hmm. aspects from time periods and stuff. Um, don't you like? So, yeah. I know it doesn't really count as part of the the normal series, but the the, the sword game. What was it called? Revengeance. Oh, Rising oh, Revengeance. Yeah, if Rising we're including Revengeance that. Is so good. That <laughs> is Revengeance an awesome is a game. That's the best name. <laughs> yeah. Revengeance is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not canon either, is it? It's not canon in Metal Gear Solid. Uh, or something. They, they oh, really? didn't... But I sort of hope it isn't canon, because it's like... It's, it's fucking... It really takes it to a stupid level. Yeah. Because, like... So, riding the character from Metal Gear Solid 2, at the start of the game, he fights the Metal Gear introduced in Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm -hmm. And to, like, display how strong he is now, he literally picks this giant robot up, like, by the arm. And it's, like, swinging it around and shit. That game just loses its fucking mind. Fuck. Yeah, but that that's a great game. Damn. Well, uh... That's, uh... Do you want to know something sad about what Rising of Vengeance though? What? When when they launched it, they did a they put a massive advertisement of it yes. on a building. Yeah, a mural of him. Yeah. Yeah, and they've taken it down. Yeah, they Seven did years. just the other day. It's fine. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, that, yeah. that would be so bizarre. I like, bought. <laughs> no, go on, go on. <laughs> it's just a stupid anecdote. I, imagine being someone who's not into games, and there's just this fucking robot guy <laughs> on a building. And then it's a game from like seven years ago. Like, it actually says, it said next to it as well, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Like, what does somebody who has no concept of that make of it? Like, what the fuck does Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, what the fuck does that mean? But I, had a, I had a steelbook case. I had a steelbook case of that that illustration oh, of really? Raiden. Um, it's just it's very, very, very like, cool. Why... They must have seen, like, the company who did it, why, why did they leave it? They just like, huh, let's just leave it on this building for everyone to see for years. It's, it just has to be that Metal Gear or every game just abandoned. I love that. Yeah, well, like, it couldn't have been that valuable of a, like, advertisements. They could just leave it there for seven years. <laughs> Anyone have anything else to add before we go to mid-break? Um... James Soft Tummy, James Soft Tummy feel funny and yummy. <laughs> no. Okay, we'll be back after these messages. Um, hello, 
this is me, Arnie. Oh, you do realize that there are Bebo shirts available, right? Take a look at the really cute shirts. Look in the description or under the video for more. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night. This is the section of the show where we thank the Patreons over at Patreon for their support for the show. So uh, let's start with a big thanks to uh, Darkside Phil caught taking a fat line of ketamine on stream. <laughs> A.K.A. Bugs Patreon Mechanics. I want to say, is that actually true? Because I know he's done a lot of things on stream. Yeah, I, de I haven't heard about that if it is. <laughs> <laughs> What? Can someone fact check? <laughs> yeah, fact can we get check? the independent fact check charity quickly find yeah, out for it's us? it's just a joke on him joking <laughs> live on stream. Oh god, if he's... He, no, yeah, that's no, too extreme. That. No, that he, he did, did do no, that. Yeah, he did yeah. joke off on stream. I know that. Yeah, he obviously hasn't... Probably, well, I can't say. He might have done Ketamin live, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've also got Harriet Broadley. David, a.k.a. Review Tech, Wallace and Gromit, and the curse of the curse of the curse of the pisser dick poo for you. <laughs> okay, fine. I guess you are my little pisser dick. Come here. Oh, Big Cheezer. Ruben, do you listen to Crash, Crash Crazy Moto? Yeah, I listen to some of the Quasimoto. Just, I figure that's an actual question. <laughs> do you know. either die very rough or live long enough to become the Mario Judah? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, here you go. Review Just... Tech, why, why... <laughs> why try? Just leave it. Why yeah, try? It's Polish, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. Hung... Um, it might be. Um... It's one of those, that part of. It might be uh, Hungarian or something. Yes. That's like the hardest language in the world or some it's shit. A village in Poland. Um, I'm the predator of the cringe ick that is hiding. <laughs> hey Siri, play Die Very Rough by Mario Judah. The Doopster, a.k.a. Surrender to that cute little man pussy. <laughs> Seke ni Atami o Shinra Tenshi. ODST standing by OD, OD, OD. <laughs> Suckle the teats of Andy Sigmore. Joe Jar's normal adventure. A thousand tongues and rubber gloved hands. Minions are sexual beings. <laughs> that bush bush. KSI, please stop wearing my mother's reg wedding dress. Imported guest. COVID was a planned event by the Jarlings to force Ruben back onto the class, <laughs> aka Pop, Pop Hoi Hoi, He 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 Devoy. I'm ordering you to surrender that Lego Ninjago Masters of, Masters of Spin Jitsu Season 1, 2, and 3 disc DVD box set. I hope so. Hi, I'm off the cast. I'm off the cast, all of you, but I'm for seriously, seriously this time, aka Review Tech Cromerford Creef. <laughs> I didn't fuck my cat. I didn't come, in, come on my cat. I didn't put my dick anywhere near my cat. I've never done anything weird with my cat. Gilbert, the awesome one. Se security to the bridge. The Clitosaurus has gone rampant. Take him down, boys. The nostalgia critics to pimp a butterfly where instead of <laughs> intervening Tupac, he interviews your favorite Martian. <laughs> I said that intervening, interview... He did type intervening. Yeah, he did <laughs> Nate's minifigs, check me out on Instagram. James, I have an unhealthy addiction to McDonald's. That's not Flash. fair. That's not fair. <laughs> New sets lover, aka review tech, surrender that AI. Big muscles TV. 011 IE2. 
Mr. Cheesy Watts it's the crunch on its head of 1,000. No more parties in Quahog. Please, baby, no more parties in Quahog. <laughs> Master Chief, what are you doing with that Big Mac, sir? Jorga. <laughs> Bjorga. Man, I wish I was Alex's manscaped product, <laughs> a.k.a. review. Ruben Poopin. Aha, that rhymes. James, get over and suck me off. The ultimate Max Rebu fan, a.k.a. typical golden pussy. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Jar is at a boardroom meeting. When static appears on the TV monitor, interrupted by Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic. Josh Gilks. Cobalt Rad. David Wallace, there he is. I will not stand idly by while dra- while a dragon burns my hold and slaughters my people. In my eyes, the David Wallace are evil. Train my cock, Johnson. <laughs> a new hand touches the beacon. Listen, hear me and obey. A foul darkness has seeped into my temple. A darkness that you must desp... Chief, before this is all over, promise me you'll figure out which one of us is the big titty badonkadonk thick-ass blue cum slut. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. My ancestors are smiling at me, Revutech Tamriel. Can you say the same? Drug dealer, I wear Nike, not Nima. Guys... You aren't taking this course seriously. Please use the tripod. I love cigarettes and poo. Haha. So we just got back from DC's Suicide Squad. And all I have to say is, what the fuck is wrong with critics? Michael, aka Reviewtech Taranaki. It looks to me like the best part of you ran down the crack of your mama's ass and ended up as brown stains on the mattress. I know you're just 16, but looking at all of 21, that's because the Chinese look older. What? The only good thing to come out of 2020 is 52 new episodes of Jarcast. I agree. If you don't regularly change your Patreon name, you're lame. You shouldn't even bother putting an odd name. (laughs) (laughs) Abigail Shapiro's Juicy Milkers. Ben Shapiro owns James with facts and logic while inserting a banana in Alex's throat, a.k.a. Rebutech Joe Biden's America. I just point out quickly, why are the two ones related to Ben Shapiro next to each other? It's destiny. Hello, my name is James, and my plan to make a greater England is by making ketchup on eggs a compulsory breakfast dish. Reese Duffy, Doog Wanker the Nostalgia Cringic, Jack, Tom Fudging Armstrong, do you get to the Swindon district very often? Oh, what am I saying? Of course you don't, you fucking menger. I'm ordering you to surrender that AI. Hi, honey, I'm home from the future. Hi, honey, I'm home, Cholos. Hey, did somebody say Cholos? Cosmic Mapping, Jamie, you talking about Alex a while back got me into the Half-Life series, and I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Review Tech Coral Moon. Alex, has Argy ever worn shoes? Has he, Alex? A couple times. Good. Aaron Kavanagh. James, do you actually have a massive cock, or was it all an elaborate ruse? If so, show it. Gunge my clunge with James's 18-incher. T. Noble Doble. Michael Mann 2000. Stephen is human. Connor And Ethan Taylor Brammel. Niggs Bosen. <laughs> David Wallace. Yo, where the fuck is Dougie O'Walker? <laughs> Cassie a fucking mannequin and... Uh, mannequin. And wait, where's Davis Wall- David? What? David Wallace. Did he unsubscribe from us? This is breaking my heart, David, please. 
I'm literally right here. I'm David Wallace. James, can you please spare some coo- <laughs> juicy coochie for the rest of us? Jim, I've played Alex on VR. It's amazing. For me, second best VR game is super hot. For you, Thomas Martin, Evan Pierce, Chiquita Banana, Obama, Oshkosh, because Chiquita Banana, <laughs> Obama, a simple supper time. It's about a time of love. Of love. Quahog Police Department supports gamers. Quebec Films. Chris Warren. David Wallace. Aura. Cool Dip Chip. Cack Flexington. Numa Numa. Wait. Numa Numa Banana. Oh, yeah. Numa Numa Banana. Ben. Fart Bag. George Kenwood Parker. I got to thinking. Maybe I'm the Dragonborn and I just don't know it yet. AKA Review Tech Pegging Porn. Fiddle. Dream Awful 2142. Parentheses. Do an impression of the gorillas from Sing. Parentheses. I don't want to be in your gang. I don't know what his voice is. You're no son of mine. That's my son. Rutro Raggy Ramy is going reast of Roy. Fion O'Gorman. Wet Anal. Tomcat, aka Review Tech Gondoland. David Wallace. Ethan Height. Yaddle Penis Eater 284 ODST. There it is. Sir Capsalot. My issue with Master Chief Fox Cortana is if you read the Halo novels, you'd know the suit automatically jerks Chief off. <laughs> Billy Wiz. Acolyte, the normal patron, or rather the normal Patreon in it, James. Make Jim and James making out a Patreon goal. Let's round this off with a big thanks to Gabriel Ledge, Danny G based Lord, Review Tech Grips Dibidosa. Some may call this junk, me, I call them Wraith from Apex Legends. The Beltman Booty, <laughs> aka Once There Was An Explosion, a bang which gave rise to life as we know it, and then came the next explosion. Hooper, Lewis Horsburgh, aka the Slimer Pooey Asshole Guy, aka What The Fuck Is Mario Dibidosa. Ferdia Pleeman, Sam Buckley, aka Review Tech Swindon, aka Paid $20, Laugh At My Name. Mario Judah, Ruben Airlines, aka Ruben Tech Trips, sorry, Tips, Sam. The entire country of Siberia. Alex, you fool. Every jar cast you fail to mention Angry Joe, he only gets stronger. Adam Johnston. Tom Buis. Juan Hernandez. Jam. Oh my, oh my, I found you, Bebo. Don't you run from me, little Dibby. Joel Stewart. Ruben's Moldovan son. Loggy Bear. Josh Dog Yeah Walker has seven terabytes of Katia Manigan hentai. Connie Reed. Drippingwetfart.org. Big whoops. Angry Joe actually loves Innocenti bean smoothies. Gremblo. Ollie Miles, my favorite drinking buddy, let's get some mead. Kuta Panda, 100010. Canada Stone, Justice for Fallout 76, just kidding, fuck that game, aka Review Tech Goatsy Dimension. Local units, all units. Randy Ruins Patreon, don't read, just initiate a pit pop poi, then say, don't you run from me, little wiggoy. We've already done it 50 times. Katia fucking Manigan and David Wallace. Thanks, everybody. Oh, haha. <laughs> Welcome to the second half of the Corncast, where we answer questions from the subreddit. I said it right this time. Stage DK is going to start us off with the questions you can leave there if you like. Roleplay. James and Jamie are political leaders debating each other on national television. Unfortunately, they insist on changing the topic to English chocolate, so Alex, the moderator, has to keep them on track. Ruben is an American reporter named Eddie Brock. (laughs) (laughs) 
So today we're joined by um, the right-wing leader, James. No, okay, no, I'm not I'm not participating in this roleplay, fuck you. Okay, will you do it if we, if we invert it? Yes. Okay, here's the left-wing leader, James. Well, good afternoon, my name is James. Here's the right-wing leader, Jim. Okay, I'm going to have to stop this debate right here. What what mediator introduces the the political dudes as left wing and right wing? <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Like you've got no political history or anything. What am I supposed to say? Uh, uh, James can be the UKIP. No. No. Uh, why? That's the that is the party you most align with. <laughs> oh, you're really gonna drag me like this, Jamie? Eddie Brock, take it away. <laughs> Joseph said, "Khan has one for us. You have to get one jar thumbnail tattooed on your forehead and cannot cover it up." <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. The naked guy running away from the hippo. Wait, can we stop? Can we do your? Sh I I can't. I have no knowledge uh, of charm media thumbnails. I'm gonna have to search. <laughs> uh, I would say the recent yeah. Mario Judah one, where the F is mm. Mario Judah. Mm. No, you're that's fucking. I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do this too because I I don't. Uh oh, fucky. Wait, is the naked guy running away or towards the... Um... That, was, that was changed. That doesn't count. It counts to me. What's no, it doesn't. <laughs> I think I'd get... <laughs> Alex, will you allow my one? Repeat your one? The the naked guy and the hippo. Yes, I will allow it. Because that's, that's still probably saved in the in the thumbnail folder. Possibly the one of Kanye and Joe Rogan, slightly stretched. <laughs> okay. Did Jen's it's, answer? Uh, it's difficult. It's really difficult. Gordon Freddy. I was I was going through the Jarmija thumbnails, and you get to like the era of the 100s and below, and mm. the thumbnail quality just absolutely drops. Like, there I, a, um, there's literally I, a uh, initial D one. No, no, I drive no, so fast not. I became anime. Yeah, we Wait, just hadn't where? reached the levels of like post irony that we have now. You know, in the world. Yeah, still figuring it out. But... And everything, everything's much funnier now than it was before. <laughs> it's yeah, it's difficult. It's generally difficult, but it's. <sighs> If I had to, it might, it might be the um, two two five thousand dogs poo or you ping. <laughs> it might be that dogs one. Poo, poo you ping, yeah. <laughs> What's two five thousand mean? Ten thousand? It's because we were talking about some statistics. <laughs> <laughs> two five thousand. I just it didn't even occur to me. Like I was like, what? What's James saying? Twenty five thousand? Like. Yeah, I can't remember why I did that. It's often it's often a very spur of the moment kind of decision. <laughs> it's it's always like my favorite time of the week when 
you message us and say, uh, guys, pick between these <laughs> names. <laughs> it's just like... The, the, what it was last Yeah, time. this week's options. Or so last week's so options. last sorry. week I messaged you guys like, okay, so which is a better name? <laughs> Chup, Chubba Chup? Or Yaddle revealed to be Darth Maul? Or Baby Yoda revealed to be Darth Maul? <laughs> and uh, so and I obviously went with... Of a <laughs> yeah. Yaddle revealed to be Darth Maul, so it's, <laughs> it's an iterative process. One, uh, and one of my the my probably my most fa my most favorite thumbnail is the adventure begins corncast one. <laughs> yeah, I love that thumbnail. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I get a shirt of that. That's what I'm saying. Only Shallow has one. Good day. Procurers of Clunge. James comments on the recent cast about video games simply not being fun anymore truly resonated with me. I've been working my way through the MCC for the first time and recently beat Halo CE, clocking in around 12 hours according to Steam, which was the most fun I've had with a single player FPS since I played the first Doom in 2016. Do you think that there's an optimal, optimal length? for a game to be. Personally, it annoys me when people complain about a game being 10 to 12 hours long, even if it's amazing. I struggle to get an, into expansive 50-hour RPGs, and, I'd gladly, and I would gladly take a masterfully created, infinitely replayable 8-hour campaign like the Resident Evil 2 remake over The Witcher 3 any day. Your unparalleled critique and punditry would be greatly appreciated, fellas. Game on. I think a game should be no longer than about 4 seconds. Okay, and I think that the game should be opening packs, and that each <laughs> each game should cost you oof, at least two pound fifty. And do you know, people uh, complain about that kind of length, ten to twelve? Because isn't that what that new Spider-Man game is? And that seems about right. right? Yeah, it seems perfect to me. Yeah, for a game like that, I think that's perfect. Because yeah. if it was like forty hours, I think it's pushing it. Or something like that. Because things start to wear thin, like you know, a game. If it has simple gameplay, it isn't necessarily bad, unless of course you make them, you make a player do it over and over and over again in really repetitive scenarios, it's like in the case of um, any one of the modern Assassin's Creed games. Modern as in the, the past three. Yeah, well, so I don't want a 40 hour Halo game. Um, I don't want a three hour Halo game. Um, I want a nice four to seven hour Halo game. Well, yeah, I, depending I, on I think you know, replays and shit. Halo Three might be a little bit short, despite how good it is, um, just because it's like the apex of it. But I don't know. I'd like to see a, a game that kind of length, ten to twelve, because I think that's about what is required for the the story to get in there and actually be something. Because I, I I don't know. Mm. It's really difficult when you're like three four hours long to do anything that meaningful i don't know like a, a, an example of like a perfect game to me is uh portal one sorry i'm i'm speaking i suppose in terms of like huge projects because obviously like limbo is is appropriate yeah 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 no that's exactly it. it it does depend on the game because i think the witcher justifies its length yeah you know? like yeah, there's not a wasted quest in that game there's not a is a wasted the bit. Kind of the appeal of that game too. Yeah, yeah, that is an aspect. Like the same with Skyrim. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it just—it's a game by game basis, you know. Because I think the Doom 2016 was way too long. 
Yeah, that's a game I felt that with, but I feel um, I feel Eternal has fixed that problem for me. Yeah, I think Eternal is the perfect length. Yeah, yeah, it's about right. Yeah. Um, J underscore Chadwick has one for us. Following 18's outro, God, I can't speak today. Favorite Beatles album and member? Uh, Kanye West is my favorite member of the Beatles. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I've only listened to one night. It's the White Album. Wee. The White Album's really good. Let me have a, a quick gander. Member? It's obviously uh, Paul, right, Ruben? For that. I'm trying to think. Oh, Ruben just wants to fur you. Uh, um, I mean, it's not going to be. Uh, I, I hit my wife. It's not going to be yeah. him. I hit my wives, actually. Uh, not going to be him. Uh, the other, the other two, I don't know. Fuck it. By the process of elimination, it's Paul McCartney. Just give it to Paul for that. Destiny. No, I like yeah. um, I like the Ringo. He wrote yeah. the shittest Beatles song. <laughs> Which one? Yellow Submarine. That was his brainchild. Oh, right. Yeah, because that's the Beatles I can't see. <laughs> they gave him one chance and he fucking blew it. In the land that was <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. We listened to it so much when we were kids. Maybe that's it. Is I like it when a, I was younger. Uh, it yeah, is like a it, it's run. a baby song. Yeah, yeah. baby song. <laughs> it's a baby song. Do you find it weird that they also release, like, I'm the walrus? <laughs> they, did, they did both. Yeah. Songs. Yeah. That is a great song, though. Um, yeah, mine might be the Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah, that one's really good as well. I really like the, the weirder ones. Weird Beatles is what I like. Yeah, I don't like the Magical Mystery Tour album cover, though. Freaks me out. It is creepy, but I don't know. I like it, that weird... Does it not remind you of The the Shining? When that guy's yeah, getting sucked cool. off by Because <laughs> it's quite yeah. a weird album. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. makes me feel a little bit sick. <laughs> I got pussy on the brain X says I recently got into Bjork's music and I've been obsessively listening to her for the past week or two it is genuinely some of the best music I've ever listened to and has almost changed the way I look at music I was wondering if any of you have had an artist that has changed the way you feel about music or if any of you are familiar with Bjork uh, what are her, your favourite albums thanks Mingus Bjork's someone I really need to catch up on because the singles um, I have from her are really good and that movie she was in is really good yeah I'm not all that familiar with Bjork to be honest she's got like the most uh, unique voice yeah yeah no I definitely I've got like one of her songs the the one from my childhood yeah, yeah I need to just add some of her albums to Spotify and just go through them but... as far I, uh... as um... sorry Ruben go I was going to say, I never really liked Bjork. I remember hearing her on Radio 6 and we used to listen to that in the kitchen and shit when I was like 15 to 17. Um, never really liked Bjork and since then just never never bothered to listen, you know? Because all I have is that negative, like, nah, didn't like it then, can't be bothered now. Yeah, it might never be worth to get it back. as an adult. Um, I'm not, I don't have like an album to recommend or anything though, so I can't really lead. Just go on a really popular song. I find her voice yeah. is just uh, you've got you've really got to be in the right mood for it. Cause yeah, it's, I think that was quite a, challenging. Would, yeah, because I used to, to me. Yeah. yeah, she does have one of those voices there where I wouldn't blame you if you just didn't like listening to it. Yeah, like for sure. Voices, you know. 
Yeah, I like voices that have like a personality, so I can respect mm. that for sure for Bjork. But... but as far as the question goes, my answer would be Talking Heads, I guess. Um, you know, those two albums especially remain in light, and I can't remember the other one. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> I missed the first part. I thought well, it was a Bjork um, specific question. Uh, I was wondering was if, favorite you had, album if you had artist an artist or something. that has changed the way you feel about music. Oh, right. Okay. See, I think this question's um, odd because I think that coincides with the different stages in your life because music would have changed me when I was much younger and in my late teens. So I've got two, really. Yeah, like seminal albums for you. Like what? What changed the way you perceive music? What is the what is the music? But when I was younger, it was Daft Punk, Discovery. Because that mm -hmm. was like an introduction to actually somewhat you know, actual music. Because when you're young, you don't listen to actual music. Like, I didn't. I, I didn't know what music was back then. So it, it just wasn't something It's just was... dubstep. No, it's just, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> when you're young, you don't think about music. I didn't. I didn't, like, hear a song and think, oh, I like this. It was just like, it was just noise to, like, young me. And then when it was just like, I, re I, I found Daft Punk and, like, Gorillaz, it was just like, oh. Then I got... I got interested into it then and with my later you, you're probably going to say this is cringe later teens when I, I finally started to appreciate like production and that type of stuff was thanks to Nine Inch Nails that's not cringe because that's not cringe that's at all cringe. it's totally reasonable shut up <laughs> and that was just the perfect entry point in seeing music as a bit more than ooh this sounds good because everyone thinks you go to a lot of people out there probably still think this music sounds good I like it it was 90 oh, like this sounds good but there's reasons why and that's when I was just like oh I like this music for X reason and now it's like Thanks to Nine Inch Nails, it's just like, I like music with incredible production. So Nine Inch Nails was a way for you to articulate. Yeah. Why you, you can actually articulate why you like something now, not just that. I like yeah. this, which is and still okay. Like, and since then, I've just branched out into a lot more genres of music because of that, I know, discovery, I guess. Yeah. It's just that was like my entry point. Yeah. For <laughs> for me, it was, um, <laughs> it was Drake. No, it wasn't Drake. Well, then again, I wanted to say, I couldn't remember the name of the album, so I fucked it. I was trying to remember his 2016 one where he sat on that fucking tower. <laughs> if, if you were to do the math, so he'd be like, like eight meters tall. That's a strange thing. Um, an artist for me, like more recently, it was Sun Kill Moon. That was uh, like a really contemplative... Uh, sort of, I guess, artist for me to start enjoying, and I, I really liked listening to it. And now I just sort of, I'm not really sure. But then again, I was talking to Jim. People still listen to Morrissey, and he's a massive piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever, like, man. So many <laughs> directions have raped people as well. I don't know what the fuck mm. that is about. But like, yeah. So I guess I can still like Sun Moon. Yeah. I think Sun Moon is yeah. That, that, that's a, a, I guess, something that was. It, it was just sort of came out of nowhere, you know. You sort of think, yeah, I know, I like. And so I'm coming, I was like, oh, okay, this is new. This is something different that I like. What about you, Jim? Yeah, I've, I've got two. Um, the obvious one being like Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Just the, the answer for you. Yeah, but um, my other one is actually 
Kendrick Lamar and specifically to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, that's a good answer. That definitely made me appreciate rap in a new way. Yeah. Yeah. Just say that you hated black people and now you like them. Just say oh it. My God. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> something that coincides with my Nine Inch Nails fit, um, one is like shortly after Nine Inch Nails, RTJ. Like that's when I learned of them, and then ever since I, f I fucking love RTJ for that same re same reason. LP's yeah. production, it just hits the same fucking notes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, he's I fucking even done some like, remixes of Nin songs. That yeah. Are pretty sick. And then, like, RTJ's, like, influenced everything else. It's like, boom. Love RTJ. And on the... Actually, while we're talking about that, RTJ 4 has grown on me a lot more now. You're starting to see it now. Yeah. No, it's, so, it's fucking... It's, it's so good. So good. I, I, I kind of hate the fact that when I first listened to it, I was like, eh... But no, it's... It's like all of their other albums, it's fucking banger yeah and uh, delivered at the perfect time yep ben b knows has one yeah yo new jarling here i just wanted to say i love the cast and i'm currently working on ruben's illustration as of writing this yeah then they've done a really good uh illustration. i was gonna say is that the one i would have seen oh. now like this must that yeah, must yeah. be done because I... I was gonna make it the thumbnail um, yeah, I saw the I saw the all. I've been keeping an eye on them, and then I I did do a little like for the all four of them together one. I just <laughs> don't think to one read it, and then I thought, oh yeah, I'll do that because. So I imagine this is the the yeah. the one that's he's done. He did he posted them all individually, and then posted the group the group before. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, wasn't that is so good. I love that art style. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, the good. I look, that... No, do you know what's the weird thing about that? I look. Like like someone in like the Soviet like revolution. Yeah, that's what I like, think as well. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. they have a four sorry three questions for us. What is the best way for the one percent to spend their collective money? Um, oh, Probably for oh, altruistic oh. things as opposed to you know personal yeah. wealth. That's the obvious. Uh, well, I'd say houses and cars and. Uh, really, really, uh, really big houses that yeah, destroy, like preserved sort of like areas of outstanding yeah. natural beauty, and maybe like yeah. you know forced extinction of a few hundred species of un and some unknown species uh, of animal. You know, I think that is a good way to invest. See, they're not being creative enough, these fucking billionaires. Because the shit I would do, like actually make the pod race as real as we can. <laughs> No, no, but, no, but here's the thing. They they can't think like that because their entire brains are wired for profit. It's, they're like, oh, if I've got money, I'm going to get more money. They don't care about actually being creative. Their whole mind is warped to the concept of capitalism to the extent where all they will do is try to get more. Because it's an addiction. Once you get money and you get constantly getting this fucking money, you just want more of this money. That's why it's a problem. They just, they need intelligence. They need actual, like, creativity. They need something else that's not fucking money. Yeah, they should just do pod racing. <laughs> yeah, real life pod racing or, you know, just I, any kind of... I think they should, they should buy up all the property and turn buy every... Buy up all the empty lots. Yeah, buy up all the empty lots and make one giant chip shop. <laughs> <laughs> and, but they, all they serve is chips. Like, it's not fish and chips, it's a chip shop. If I if I meant fish and chip shop, I would have said fish, but it's just chips. 
And you get curly ones, like chunky ones. No, 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 no. You just get like Oven chip shop chips. Fucking and, they're, and they're always really veggies. sloppy. They're always really oh, sloppy like, and slurmy, like chip shop chips can get. No, no, it's the chip shop chip, chips, and you know the person does not give a shit about the chips, so they're that fucking garbage chips. Mm. I like it when they're sloppy. <laughs> sloppy <laughs> chips. Sloppy, salty vinegar chips. Do you know, I, no, if, if, if I. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Fu- how have we ended up here? <laughs> Oh yeah, it was the money thing. It's just like I I try and create like pod racing. I try to create like red line in real life. It is basically <laughs> pod yeah. racing. That's not a bad idea, you know. Just make it fast. Oh, it'd be so dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> imagine people like, would just be dying. Yeah, but you, if if you tell people like, oh, I'm a billionaire. I've got. Oh, if you win this dumbass race, I'll give you billions. <laughs> They'll do it themselves. It's not yeah. like I'm not forcing them into it. I would do it. Um, is another interesting question they posed. How would you feel about cars becoming fully autonomous and losing a steering wheel, pedals, etc.? Um, I hate that idea. Um, As long as they replace it with something cool, like um, like a joystick. Yeah, little joystick. Like like an Xbox Series X or a keyboard and mouse. So, would you be <laughs> Do you think the uh, the lack of freedom over driving your own car would be worth it if there was some guaranteed way of like just making the roads like way safer than they are currently? Like, probably. Um, no. Wouldn't they be way safer if it was all driven by ro- robots? Don't make mistakes. No, it would. But there's. <laughs> Uh, I guess your worry is somebody exploiting it. Exploited because they can just hack cars and crash them into each other. So someone will choose to kill you at some point because they've got some ulterior motive or some shit. But there's like, here's the thing: if that happens, like rebellious street racing will become even even more like of a problem. Because I'm not gonna like not have one of those cars. I'm always gonna own one of these stupid Japanese modified cars because it's just the way. And you won't be able to drive them. No, no, but that's the thing. If they make them illegal, I'll still do it. Like, what are they going to do? How, Chase how me? They gonna, yeah, they will. Pull you over and then uh, charge. Yeah, you. as if you can, you could be yeah, but... like an electric fucking robo car that can do all <laughs> yeah. the maths. Because eventually it will run out of charge. Boom, and I won't. I can just you keep will. going. They'll have fusion reactors, James. You can't win this fight. Yeah, you'd probably run it. No, I can. I can win this fight. You can only win it if Alex creates pod racing. And you get a pod racer. Yeah, no, that's the cool. Stuff. No, no, but on a serious note, I think if when that happens, there will be like a like a, a group of people like me who want to stick to the old ways. What when pod racing becomes a thing? No, when like when cars are all electric and it's all like you know autonomous and whatnot, there'll always be like these you know like you know how like sometimes when we go to Swindon, there'll be one of those like classic sixties muscle cars. It's like holy shit, mm-hmm. it'll be like that, but with like a car like mine. Or like a car from this age, that's it's always going to be but will a the thing. the market not just shift to, like, just whatever looking car you want, but it, it it's electric, it has a battery. Yeah, no, well. no, that that's what they're going to do. Like, uh, the the full electric thing's a weird conversation because the infrastructure at the moment for like electricity is so it's not advanced. It's quite limited like, I don't still. How you're supposed yeah. to do it in a city when it's all based around like apartments and. Yeah, so it's like yeah. fu- nuclear fusion is more more interesting now than ever before. Like China's just started there, like actually doing proper tests, and it's like, you know, that reality is getting closer. 
But then it's like Porsche are unveiling this kind of e-fuel that comes from electric energy anyway. And it, there's no pollution in this fuel. So you, you put it in a normal car and it basically, there's no harmful gases. So there's, there's a lot of options for what, like, if it's going to become electric or it's going to become an alternative. Because with, with nuclear fusion, hydrogen could be a good means of powering cars and that you know that that crazy. if you've seen thunderpants all right if you've seen thunderpants then you'll know that there's a much easier way to power the planet you just need the farts of whoever the fuck played thunderpants and thunderpants <laughs> all i'm saying is that there is very possible that there'll be other means to electrical cars which still use a normal combustion engine so uh, engines, as we know them, won't disappear for at least a hundred years, without a doubt. I don't think they will, because if you can if you can put a liquid in a car that has no CO two, why wouldn't you? Because it's why not? What, so like it's a, a liquid you can pour into your car and it has it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's, it's an e fuel, and it's, oh, it just doesn't make the same pollution like petrol does when you burn it. Or diesel, or something like that. Yeah, like there, I've never really looked into it, so I wouldn't know. It's it's basically it's it's just been unveiled by Porsche. So it's still a like a yeah. This a, is a all really early technology we're talking about. Like yeah. electric cars are still pretty new. It's like you see the future where it's just like oh, there's this car like you get an electric car and you go somewhere. Like that's not going to happen in our lifetime ever. Like well, we yeah, will but... only start. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it will. Yeah, like doesn't, fully... doesn't like um Tesla said they're going to release an affordable one. Like within the next yes, years. but I mean, like on Surely on a wide scale. Like, I think yeah, within the next ten years, prices will start going down into realms. They that will, will be affordable. They will, but I think the majority. I think it'll be in the next like ten twenty years. I think we could see a large like thirty to forty percent like electric cars as compared to a large majority petrol cars, and over time that'll still that that it'd swap between. But like in forty years. The majority will be electric cars, but petrol cars or combustion engine cars are still going to be a big thing. Like yeah, these unless the technology where, improves, it needs to still yeah. exist in our current society. Um, it's just about improving it. It's improving it so that it doesn't isn't as harmful. Because yeah. if you, in an ideal world, if both are completely eco-friendly, then that's the best of both worlds. Because you get the car people are happy. Then people who don't care about cars, like you know, they've got the convenience. It's just a, it's just, it's an interesting phase in in just humanity, the the stage you're at, and I can't be certain if if we're gonna have this like super cyberpunk future of electric cars and shit yeah. everywhere, like fleets and stuff. We just have to wait and see. I can't say. Just I think um, I think that we should all talk over each other about different things for just the last like how how long have we got left? Um, I'd say two more questions. Okay, so instead of answering those two questions, we should all just talk over each other about different subjects just at the same time. So, so yeah, that okay, everybody. Is kind of yeah, and I mean, I've been thinking a lot about Metal Gear Solid Five recently, and its gameplay is just. Gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Apex Legends. This is. She is one of the worst characters in the game. I've been playing okay. Apex Legends for quite some time. And I right, don't just cut him off, all right? We're not doing this. Cut him off. What's the next question? I'm not letting James talk about fucking yeah. Rage again. Sean Athan 21 says, Did you know Game Theory has a new channel called Food Theory? Yes. 
What? what? His first uh, video was, uh, is the cake a lie? The food oh, theorist. Oh, for fuck's sake. Did he upload it on yeah, and he's got the film theorist as well. He's he's got he's Why you know how film theorist, but you know how his intro thing's got like the Xbox mm. the Xbox 360 thing where it goes bum 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 bum, and it's got like four game theory what sections. He's got he's now got like a channel for each segment of the quadrilogy that is oh food theory. He's been like unveiling. Them. Read some of the like titles. If you okay. I, I am on it. Okay, we'll go from... So, Welcome to Food Theory was the first one. <laughs> food Theory. Never order McDonald's medium fries. Food Theory. Tootsie Pops. How many licks does it, presumably, take? Food Theory. Don't trust your cake. Food Theory. Kool-Aid Man is a Marvel villain. The thumbnails are making me angry. I've seen that. Food cool Theory. You've been scammed and never knew it. Supermarket secrets. Will MasterChef Gordon Ramsay fail? And the thumbnail says, can he be beat? What makes oh, a sandwich a sandwich? So I know, I thought... Like... I no, no, it's, it's legit, like, food stuff. Oh, I so thought... It's, it's, ah, this, it's not. It's such garbage. This is just... I'm saying stuff. it. Matt it's, Pat, this is garbage. It's, it's the <laughs> culinary mojo shit. Yeah, that's horrible. Ugh. Anyway, Paul McCartney made... A sad thing. I yeah. thought it was going to be like tutorials on how to cook the perfect sirloin steak. It's not hard. That's not a theory. That's you can't. It's, 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 yeah, it's got to be like stuff that proven, isn't. Yeah, he's got to have something no, to that's prove. That's an example for fuck's sake, guys. <sighs> no, but that's it's just saying stuff like that. He's gonna make a. He's gonna. He's gonna somehow get fucking Five Nights at Freddy's in there, isn't he? Somehow. No, that's game theory. There's probably already yeah, like food. a FNAF cookbook or something. I bet you. Yeah, he's gonna do it. He's gonna make seven videos of it and make millions. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's end on this one from Muncher is, isn't on Reddit. Halo Infinite's community director stepped in like a week ago and called Battle Royale rumors unfounded. Do you believe the game will be as bad as people say it's going to be? Or do you think people should wait on this <laughs> one? Also, I'm foreign, so sorry for my English. Um, so oh. is it going to be as bad as people expect? No, first expect off, is it going to have a Battle Royale? I want us to just have a yes or no. Like just round. No. I'm gonna say yes. I think it's yes. 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 I, it no. might not have one at release, but I think yeah, it is that, going yeah. to have one at some point. But this is my theory. Yeah, I'm, though, I'm right? in the same position as Jim. We already know that it's a free-to-play multiplayer game. Yeah. And how yeah. is it going to exist without that game mode, where all the competition has something like a battle royale, doesn't it? How are they going to carve that out? Unless it is classic Halo multiplayer, which is it going to be? No one even, they haven't said, so I, I don't know. We're all playing guessing games at the moment. My expectations are incredibly low, and my hope is pretty low. Because there's no reason to have any faith in the project, I don't think, really, um, considering their track record. But I want it to be good, obviously. I'd, I'd prefer it to just be good and just. Yeah, I'd prefer it to be a good game. Um, that's obviously what I want, but so far I'm not. Faith, <laughs> faith is. Um... No, a little low at I the moment, my, isn't it? Yeah, my fear is I, I think they have done the classic thing the whole industry has done in just they're copying Destiny, and it's a late Destiny mm -hmm. thing, and no one's going to care, and it's just going to murder the franchise like permanently. 
So that's my fear. That's, I think that's worst case scenario. Is it's like a, a Destiny One, not even a Destiny Two ripoff. Then it'll be like worse than Destiny One on release. That's like honestly, my the best case scenario in my like. There's no chance this game is going to be good at release. Um, <laughs> but I I think, I think... Kind of depends on that. No, it, it's too fucked. Like. It, it didn't seem to be a delay. We actually have no idea, really. No, but every time you hear something, it's just... It's just bad. It, yeah, it is yeah, bad every time. Yeah. So it, it doesn't seem like they did a Rockstar or a CD Projekt Red delay. It was like... It was almost like an embarrassment thing because yeah. they thought they were showing off something impressive and then everyone was like, wow, this looks bad. Well, do you, do you so think they if COVID it. didn't happen, the game will be out by now? Because it's just been revealed that, like, Master Chief's in, coming to Fortnite, and, like, surely that would have been some kind of planned thing to, oh, yeah. you know, co, you know, boost Halo Infinite, because that should have been out by now, and they could have boosted each other, I don't know. Which Master Chief is coming to Fortnite? The is it one. the... It's wow, Halo okay. Infinite, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but that's why I think it's that, anyway. But... Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Because, yeah, there's all the products. And it clearly, like, they didn't want to delay it, and they wouldn't have set that date and, like, put all the packaging and shit for the new Xbox and stuff. Yeah, all the monster delay. shit as they well. They must like... have thought internally that they were going to hit that date and that it was a pretty secure thing, but then, of course, COVID mm. threw it off. So I think it depends on when the next release date, release date is. If they delay it to spring, then I might actually have more faith than if they delay it to, like, winter, because then that kind of implies... There's kind of just a bit more polishing to do as opposed to complete restructuring and complete redesign. But I don't know how fucked it is behind the scenes, so... Yeah, and th this is 343's third go mm -hmm. at, at a Halo. And like so they, yeah, yeah, that's why my faith is so low. But I think there is a chance that at some point this game might be good. Like, maybe yeah. if it is a few years it's after it's release. Because is it even unfair to say they've fucked up every major Halo release they have been responsible for? No, it's totally fair. Like people might argue Halo 4, but go back and play it now. That game, that game it sucks. Yeah, I really I think sucks. it's just as bad as Five. Uh, yeah, honestly, we were, we were almost coming down on it being worse than Five. Um, Campaign-wise, I do campaign think it's wise, worse. Sorry, yeah, it's just not very fun, is it at all? It doesn't even feel remotely fun ever. But yeah, that's the only thing that I that would put five below four to me is the fucking microtransactions, all the pack stuff that really pisses me off and everything yeah. it is in. And and I guess I, I think what we mainly mean is that the story was worse than we remembered, and that was like the main thing we remember mm. as being like good, like holding it up, like well at least the campaign was pretty good and stuff, but it's actually mm. doesn't really hold up. Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, James, you have any thoughts on Halo Infinite? I, of all the like in the recent like year, I've been the most like against it because like You're there's nothing. Did you even watch like the, the video? The gameplay? <laughs> yeah, I did. I really remember what your thoughts were. But it's just like I didn't have hope like anyway because it's yeah. it's. Like, I've been watching loads of stuff on Halo, and it's like Halo 1 was rushed, Halo 2 was rushed, Halo 3 had a lot of issues, mm -hmm. Halo 4, terrible, Halo 5, terrible. It's like, 
luck has never been on Halo's side yet. It's always oh, done well. I think, I think that's the thing. Luck was always on it. So, yeah, because luckily it always came together with yeah, one, two, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. three yeah. reach. The studio had core tenants that the, they designed everything around so that at its core it remained true to itself. That's the core yeah. problem with 343. I just, I, I think I meant luck as in like the Wash development was like luck against them. But then when it came out, it was luck on their yeah, side. Yeah, sure, like most games have just fucked developments. But yeah. It's just anything creative but, in that way is going to be tumultuous. <clears throat> like Halo Infinite seems even worse. Like that, it when you, when a game's getting a battle royale this late, you've you've just got to kind of just throw it in the bin. Well, I think so it seems bad, but it's it's not as bad as Halo Five even. Yeah, it's not as bad as Halo Five. Yeah, like they showed gameplay, and you know won't be fooled again by you know Halo Five, which I looked at and I was like, okay, fine. But Halo Infinite didn't have, didn't show off anything that, from the, you know, like Halo Five. It didn't have anything in there that, that made me think now, like, oh god, why are they doing this? It was it's, actually yeah. quite like, all right, I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a sprint, but he's shooting stuff the way that he probably should be. That all looks reasonably all right, I suppose. And they're they're just not doing a good enough job of controlling the message, you know, like no. when when the new. Metroid Prime game was delayed. You know, the, Nintendo kind of correctly set expectations for like what that meant. They were basically like, "Look, this game ain't coming for a long time. Just forget about it." Basically, <laughs> you know. Yeah, just don't worry. We'll release See, some other stuff between now and then. But we we'll don't know it's, it's all good, how baby. long we're going to be waiting for this because they're just like, "Yeah, it's been delayed." Well, they said it's delayed till next year, but that could be. So, in my head, I it just set the arbitrary time. like November next year that's what i figured holiday next year yeah i don't that's, know that's just the date that i set myself because yeah, i don't know if they could they, delay they, any more than that when they refuse to put a date that kind of implies that there's more work to be done you know because like when mm -hmm. cyberpunk and they're actually month, not sure and they explain why they delayed it for a month you know they, they actually communicate mm -hmm. It must just be. I, I think what's been happening is, after Halo Five, the the studio has been gradually shifting as a result of the backlash from that game, and they're basically mm. trying to fix just three four three behind everything the structure. Everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's just going to be messy as well. It must be a nightmare to work there. Yeah. They need Marty O'Donnell. They need Marty O'Donnell. They need. He'd him. work them into they, ship shape. Yeah, they got um. I can't remember his name. The writer is it Staten? Staten? Yeah, Joe, was it him? Joe yeah, it was Joe Staten. Yeah, I think it's actually pronounced Staten. Staten. Yeah, because Staten's are the, is that drug, isn't it? Uh, anything else before we wrap up this episode? Then, um, I just need to to do a squirty little. Um, I just um yeah um no, I got nothing. I, I don't think anything. Need to do a little squirty um. Yeah, I just kind of need to. Do I a need to do a little squirty um squirty out of my. Worthy, as it worthy. <laughs> James, take us away. Oh, misty eye of mountain, low, fuckers. Was that the uh, duel of the fates? I don't actually know. No, it was misty. Like ding, 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 oh, ding. Ding, 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 ding. That's what I, I thought it was going to like. Uh, the bells. Oh, baby. Bum, bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum